Before we start this episode of the Hidden Gems Basketball Podcast, we would like to send our prayers and condolences to the victims and loved ones lost in the war in Ukraine. On this episode, we bring you professional basketball player Carlos Dune talks about fleeing Ukraine after being in the middle of the war with players from other teams. You know, today's a really, really special episode. We got my man Carlos Dune. You know, he just came back from Ukraine. He has a really, really good story, you know, just talking about everything that's been going on and also just his basketball journey. Thank you for joining us on the show, bro. So, nah, but, um, you know, just, 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 you know, just starting it off. I want to get a little bit about your, you know, your history, just starting. So you played, you were born in Ukraine, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Can you just talk a little bit about that? So I was born in Kiev, like in the capital, but then I moved to a small town called Shostka. It's like close to the Russian border. And then when I was like 11 or 12, I moved to States. Okay. And then you play, yeah. you play basketball in the States. Cause I, I, I looked a little bit of your background. Where did you, yeah, yeah. Uh, what uh, States did you play in? Uh, New York and Jersey. Okay. And Maryland. I'm on Juco in Maryland too. Yeah. I seen that. So you went from Juco and played professional. Is yeah. that what ended up happening? So I just need to get a little bit of background of that. How'd you do that? Because a lot of people need to know that a lot of people probably don't even realize that they can get, you know, dual citizenship and passports. So you went directly from JUCO to play professional. What made you decide to do that instead of going and playing, you know, in the NCAA? Man, I, I don't even know. Like, I had some schools, not no big schools, but, like, some small schools. But I, I don't know, man. Like, I was young, and, like, I, I, I guess, like, I wanted to make money. So, like, if, if like, I, I regret that, though. I ain't going to lie to you. Like, I, I, I feel like I should have just finished college. Yeah. It was tough. It was tough. Like, it wasn't as easy as I thought it was going to be. Can you repeat that one more time? It wasn't what? As easy as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> because a lot of people think, and you, yeah. I know you've heard this too, I could go to an open gym, someone be like, man, you know, college ain't working out for me. I'm just going to go play overseas. People nah, say it's that. It's tough. It's tough. It's tough. And, yeah, um, I, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I'm just saying, like, you know, I just saw I just – Places you played, I played in the DR as well. I played on Santo Domingo. A lot of NBA players go and play, you know, in in the DR, and people don't realize how cutthroat it is there. You play bad two games, you getting cut. No contract, like you can have a full contract, whatever it says about you getting money. You could get sent home. They're not paying nothing. To be honest yeah, with you. I, like I had like I had like teammates that went home the same day. Like they came, got off the plane, played the game, went back home the same day. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly, man. So just, you know, I just wanted to just, you know, get that background. Ray, you got anything, bro? Uh, no, I mean, that's that I think that's real interesting that the whole thing you said about the dual citizenship, like kind of explain how it works a little bit, too, in a sense of you have a Ukraine passport, you're born there. So how does it work when you play on a team in Ukraine? Opposed to just another American coming over and being on the roster. Nah, it's a little different. They still treat you like a local guy. Like, it's a little, like, because I played in Mexico like an import. Yeah. Right. So, like, you get way more love when you're an import than, like, when you're, like, a local guy. I was on a good team, though. Like, I can't even complain because I had some, like, tough guys on my team. So, it was, like, it, it was pretty tough, though. We was top two in the whole league. We had a, another team. They was, uh, it was, I think they were top 16 in the Champions League. Like that's that's like the uh, the yeah, best yeah. team. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But like, but who's who? I think 
it was out there for sure. Yeah, but like how, like so when you went over there, like how how did it work? Because I because you got to get there early. You're not gonna be there at the same time as the imports. Like how did that nah. like transition go on? It was it was crazy because I knew like uh, after Corona, I had uh, like agent like he signed. Uh, I signed with him, right? So yeah. like I kind of knew I was gonna go to Ukraine, but I didn't think I was gonna go to uh, the team I played for. Yeah. So like my agent called me, he told me like, oh, it's a team like they came back because they played Yurdy before, and like I think like 2014, 15, and they had some money problems, so they got banned for two years. So that was their first year back. So um, my agent, he called me. He like, oh, like they gonna oh get you because I ain't have Ukrainian passport. I just had a U.S. passport. So like he called me. He was like, yo, oh, if like they gonna help you with the passport, but you just gotta oh, sign with them for three years. And I was like, oh yeah, yeah. So it works out like that. Yeah, and that 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 does happen with a lot of teams. Like it's usually the the top, you know, the top portion of the team, meaning the best teams in the league. They have enough connections to get you your passport a lot quicker than another team. So that's yeah. probably how it worked. And then you ended up signing a three-year deal so you can just stick with them the whole way and not just be nice and then end up leaving them after one year. Nah, but D, like, it, it was – because we was, like, they was talking about we're going to play Yuri next year. We were supposed to play Euro Cup this year, 70s Euro Cup. But I don't know if that ever happened. But next year, like, they was talking about Yuri. But we had like we had some good guys on the team. Like yeah, I seen y'all be posting some of them. Hey, bro, listen, like, listen, 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 listen. That's why I, I waited. I told you, like, this is, how raw, this is this is this is how raw and uncut this episode is gonna be. I waited until we got to this episode. Jerome Randall is my guy. That's number one. That was your teammate, Drew Gordon. Before he left, him and Aaron Gordon were working out together. I was filming them workout, and I was talking to Drew because we got a lot of mutual connections because he played at UCLA before he went to New Mexico. And then I'll tell you another person I know later on because I, I know a little bit about a little bit about your story. But, yeah, Jerome, it's kind of funny because I called Jerome maybe two, month, maybe two months before everything happened in Ukraine. And, I you know, I was hearing a lot of things that were going on down there. I'm like, yo, you good? And he was like, man, you just listening to everything that's going on on CNN. You smiling because you know. I was just like, bro, like, what's going on? He was like, nah, we good. But, you know, I really trusted Jerome's, you know, knowledge because he played in Ukraine before. So I know out of anyone, like, he would know, like, you know, what the situation is. But, yeah, he was like, nah, everything good. We're going to be all right. Was that the same thing that you guys were hearing over there before everything hit? Yeah, they was telling us, like, anything would be cool. Because, you know, they had war in Ukraine in, like, 2013, 14, I think. Yeah. So, like, it was still going on for eight years. Yeah. So, like, where we was at, like, it was cool. Everything was smooth. And I, I like, I'm be honest with you, I didn't think it was going to happen. That's why I stood there. But, like, if I knew, but everybody was calling me. Like, even my pops, like, he called me. He told me, like, I think you should leave. But I was like, no, nah, I'm good. Yeah, see, that's that's it. Like, I'm over here in Europe myself, right? And I got my mom in America. You know, she's telling me, like, hey, be careful. Uh, you know, some things are going on between Russia and Ukraine. I'm over here. I didn't really feel it. And then you guys are actually there. People outside of the country are telling you guys to leave, and you're actually there. Like, what was practice, and what was it like with the coaches? And, and just, like, in the news, what were they saying on the news out there? They were telling you everything was fine? Yeah, like, they were saying anything cool, like, it was going on since 2014. And because everybody left, like, oh, I think, like, a week before. So, like, oh, the last game we played 
only Archie, y'all know Archie Goodwin. Like yeah. he, he was the only import that was left there. So, and then after the game, I think he left the next day. I hit Aaron, I hit Drew up. I was like, bro, are you still there when everything happened? He was like, bro, I left a week ago. So then yeah. I hear you, you were still out there. I'm like, wait, you ended up staying? Like what made you end up staying? Well, one thing I do know is that people don't really realize how it is just starting off being an overseas player. You're not going to do what a lot of the vets do. You're not just going to leave and then be like, I'm out. You know, you're going to secure, you know, what's going on with, with playing and make sure the team knows that you're, you're being loyal to them, all those things. Is that what ended up happening or what was nah, that? Yeah, I, I didn't really think, like, something was going to happen crazy. And, like, I kind of, like, thought, like, if something happens, like, I'm going to be able to leave quick. So it's not it's not going to be no problem. And he told us that, too. And I'm thinking, like, yo, everybody left, so it was my chance. Like, I was going to play a lot, so you get me? Like, I was going to do my thing. So that's why, like, that's one of the reasons I still did, too. Yeah, which makes a lot of sense because you're like, everyone's leaving. If nothing happens, this is really my opportunity to really get yeah, off. I'm, yeah, I'm going to take my chance. So, But I should have left, though. Like, now I'm thinking about it. Like, I should have just left. So then when it, when it happened, right, when everything goes down, and you're in the capital city where this where this yeah. was, was going down. Like, how much time did you have to, like, what was the next step? You had to, like, pack up everything in your apartment, and then how were they telling you, is the team helping you get out, get a flight home, or, like, what was the next step you had to do? All right, so, look, I, like, it was crazy. I woke up to the siren. Like, it was just, like, a siren going off. And I'm, like, I opened my windows, and I'm, like, yo, what's going on? Like, uh, you, you get me? Like, I understand what's going on still. And I see, like, I look at my phone, and I have a lot of missed calls. So I, I start calling people, and, and they, like, like my mom told me, they, like, yo, you know, they bombed every single airport in Ukraine, so you, you can't fly out no more. Like, that morning, like, they bombed every single airport. So ain't no way I was, like, able to go to, uh, like, a key airport and just fly out to the States. So, um... I called my uh, administrator and he he told me like there's no way you're gonna leave like the next like two days party maybe a week. So I'm thinking in my head like damn like it's it's crazy because I'm not I'm not trying to stay here. I go outside like I'm 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 starting to buy food, water because the the like the security's in my building. He told me he was gonna close the building at seven o'clock so you can't leave. So then my GM he called me he he said like well, he was gonna take us somewhere. At like um, eight o'clock, so I gotta go to my coach's house because it was only four of us. Yeah. It was four of us left, and then another guy, like he was on another team. But when we left Kiev, he just got to Kiev, so we went to another town. It, it took us, I th like usually it takes you like three hours to get to that town. It took us fourteen hours to get there. Before you talk about the fourteen hours, was that guy that was with you? Was that Mike Caffey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, but he I played. I seen Mike Caffey yesterday because he's in my hometown. Uh, I played against Mike in, in Finland. We from the same area. That's how small this world is. That was my last thing I was going to tell you. I literally just seen Mike at the Sierra Canyon uh, Corona Centennial game um, yesterday. You know, all smiles. But, yeah, he ended up staying. So how did he even get linked with you guys is the question. I don't even know. I'm be honest with you. I don't even know. I guess like his agent and my like my my GM. I think he had friends with their coach, so I think that's how they got in contact. I didn't even know him like that before. So like that's that's how we met. Like in that situation, like when we was trying to leave. So you guys just linked up and then like 
So you knew your teammate. So it was, it was two or three of your teammates? Oh, it was in a team. I had two coaches when, like, we had a skills coach from, uh, he was from Houston. Oh, wow. All right. So, all right, all right. Paint the picture for me. All right. So, are the sirens hit? Everything, you know, goes down. How do you link up with the people? Like, that's what I'm yeah. trying to figure out. I had to go to my coach's house because they told me, I, I even, like, I went to my boy's house that same day before I went to my coach's house. And, like, when I was driving to my boy's house, I seen, like, the army guys pulling up, like, they getting out the car, blocking, like, the uh, bridges and stuff. Like, with, they with the guns. You see, like, you see smoke, like, uh, far from, like, town in the back. Like, it was, like, that's when I knew, like, it started, like, to get crazy. And, like, my boy, he told me, like, yo, you should go back home. And, like, I don't know, just how I get a lot of food. So then I, I went to my coach's house. I got to his house at, like, 8. And our GM, he picked us up, like, 830, something like that. And we just went to another town. So you just packed up everything. You just packed all your stuff and took it to yeah, the coach's house. Not, not everything. Like, I had to leave a lot of food. Some, some stuff's there. Yeah, like my all my basketball shoes, like everything was still in the locker room. Like I couldn't get it because it, it was locked. Everything was locked. Yeah, and I yeah. had to. Leave. I only took like one luggage for me. Okay, okay. So I still like I still have some of my clothes. With me. So so then you guys go to your coach's house, not yeah. knowing like what the next step is. Then it's like okay, we're at yeah, coach's house. I yeah, I don't know what's going on. Like I'm 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 keep calling people asking them because I speak Russian, so it's a little easier for me. Yeah, yeah. So, Asking him like, yo, where are we gonna go like this, that? And he he told us he was gonna take us to uh, it's a town called Lvov. It's like close to like Polish border, but he he didn't take us. There. He took us to another town because it was a lot of traffic. Like it's 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 crazy. It was like a lot of people leaving. A lot of people. Yeah, no lie, because you know my old team, man. It's so much. It's crazy because my my other teammate um, that I played with in Finland, Mo Creek, he was there. And I was using Mike's story more than anybody's to kind of figure out what your guys' journey was. I remember one thing that really sticks to my mind is that Mike had posted someone his story where he said, every five miles took three hours. Yeah, like it was crazy. Like I'm looking at the GPS, it, it, it kept saying three hours, three hours, three hours, three hours. Like it was it was crazy. Hey. So, so while y'all are in the car, like, you said you were seeing smoke earlier. When you're on this drive, is do you see the you see the military trucks and all that stuff too, or you see them going like towards Key? So you guys are going past them, and they're kind of it's just like you know something's yeah. going. Yeah. So so the crazy part, like we you know the bomb Key that same day again. So like we left like seven hours before the bombed it again. So when you're in the car and you guys are going to the border, do you, do you even really know like where you're gonna go, how you're gonna get out, or you just you just driving, trying to get out? Driving, yeah. We just I'm I'm like I'm trusting my GM, you get me? So like we're just driving, and I'm I'm thinking in my head like, yo, I hope we get there soon so I, I can get to my house. But it just like it was just getting started, like it was just getting started. How how are the people like in the city? Just you know, the Ukrainians, like how were they responding to everything? How was you know, the stores and different things like that when you first... It was just a lot of panic. You see a lot of people at the ATMs, like a lot of people at the store, like it was it was just five, like a lot of people panic. Yeah, like for you, because, you know, yours is a little different because, you know, you speak the language. So like for Mike, did you have to translate a lot of stuff for him when people would start talking? Would you be like, yo, this is what's being said and that? Like, how was that? I was just, I was just trying to do everything quick, like 
they tell me something, if I know, like, we got to go there, I just tell them, like, yo, we got to go there. So we're trying to do everything quick. Because if you don't do something quick, like, you might not leave. Because, like, I was just trying to get out of there quickly, as quick as I can. Like, it was, like, when we got to another town, like, we should have hopped on the train to vote, but we didn't. So we spent the day there. You could ask Mike, like, we was just walking three of us and just something just blows up right next to us in the air. Like, I look up as a smoke. Yo, I was like, nah. I never seen something like that. You get me? Like, yo, it was like two times. It was like, you hear the sound like, just pop. Like, it, it's crazy. You could ask Mike, bro. And you're in a town that you don't even know. Mm. So, wait, hold on. Time out, time out. Wait, what made y'all walk? Like, I know, and, I know, like, yeah. usually you ask the homies, like, bro, like, you want to walk? You sure, bro? Like, there's bombs outside. Like, we was in some woods, you get me? So, like, yeah, I, I feel like it was safe, but. Wait, you said you were in some, in the woods? Yeah, like, it was like a hotel in woods. Oh, and it was okay. Okay. Was nighttime when you guys were out there walking? No, no, no. We got there in the morning. So, we was, okay. it was, like, in the morning. And then I went on the news, and, like, I, I related, like, people said, like, oh. You blew up a missile, bro. So, like, that happened, like, three times. Like, we heard that three times. And, like, two of them, like, was right next to us. You could see a smoke right next to us. Like, it was crazy, man. Like, mm. the thing is, like, i never seen something like that in my life. You get me? So, like, you when you see that, like, you be like, damn. Like, I was scared. Like, that moment, I was really scared. And, like, I, I just, like, I, I started calling my uncle because he's still there. And, like, he knows people around, like, army people and stuff. So I started asking him, like, how can we leave? So he told us, like, to um, get on the train the next morning to go to uh, Lvov. And then from there, like, we got on the train to go to Poland. So, so it's, it's not, you guys are out. You still had, like, friends and people that were still in the yeah, city? Yeah, that. didn't leave? Yeah. And, and they were okay? Or it's just how, like, what, no, what was because they bombed Kiev that night when we left. So he was just, a lot of them, like when I was talking to them, a lot of them said he was in the basement like the whole night because they was just hiding because they bombed Kiev that same night. And just asking about, you know, the locals that play, you know, the local teammates for just a lot of listeners out there. You got your import players and then you got the locals that, that are there that are from Ukraine. I know, like, you know, just off of what I've seen and heard, all all the men that are from the ages of 18 to 65 have to fight, correct? You don't have to fight, but they can't leave. They just can't leave. Thank you. I'm glad you said that. No, nah, you don't got to fight, but they, like, you have to leave. That's the thing I was scared about. I was hiding my Ukrainian cops. Because I'm, I'm thinking, like, yo, they see that, like, I'm not. Oh, like, my. Yeah, I didn't even think about I know, that. You. I was thinking about throwing that out. Like, I was really, like, thinking about throwing it out. Hey, so, don't worry. We'll so, cut that, that last part out when you say you was thinking about throwing it out. <laughs> I'll cut I that out. I, I called my GM. I called my GM. I asked him. I'm like, what should I do? Should I just throw it out or something? He's like, no, nah, just hide it somewhere in your back. You know, I'm going to check it. So I just put it in my back. But it, it, it was risky, though. Like, if they seen it, he probably would have told me, like, yeah, you got to stay. Mm. So so then what happens next? So you at guys are board, in the- I just want to know at the border, right, before you said after next. Oh, okay, okay. Like, what happens, no, saying, like, what happens the next day? Like, oh, yeah, oh, the next day, okay. Yeah, because you so spend we, the night we, there. So we hopped on the train in the morning, 
Oh, so we got to the boat, right? So we had like 30 minutes. It, it was another train leaving. But that's where it gets crazy. Like, yeah, I, I know y'all seen the videos and stuff. Like, it was packed. Like, people, like, they just pushing everybody. Like, they not letting no, like, nobody in. You get me? Like, if you a man, they not trying to let you in. So, like, our coach, like, my skills coach, he, because it was four of us at first. And then my, like, my assistant coach, he got pushed away. So he wasn't with us no more. So it's just three of us next to each other. Yeah, so it's three of us next to each other. So I'm looking like anybody just pushing you. There's no way you can move back no more because everybody's just trying to like get to a train. So they just pushing you and you can't stop them. So I'm I'm thinking like I, I don't know what to do. Like, yo, I, I was nervous. Like I I know what to do. And my coach, like he oh, he hops on the train, like the oh policeman, like he not laying him in. So he like he kind of like pushed him and he got in there. And I'm looking at Mike. And I'm like, bro, it's over. Like, let's go back. Like, it's over. There's no way we like. There's no way we gain no. And I see my coach. He just grabs me. Like, he he gets me on the train. He grabbed Mike. He got him on the train. While he was getting Mike on the train, some lady she was just hitting him in the back of the head. And so people got their bags and everything, just trying to get on this train. Yeah, but but like, I don't know how we like. I don't know how I got my bag. Like, I ain't gonna lie to you. Cause it was it was just tough. Like my my skills coach, like he he dropped one of his luggages. So like nobody. What happened to him? He got pushed away. With, like where where like he just he, just, he over broke his arm. Like so just three, three three out of the four get on the train. And he just by himself dolo. He's out yeah, there. Yeah, coach, but he he not from state. He from Latvia, and he oh, was okay. trying to go to embassy. So he was trying to go to an embassy from the beginning. So, like, I guess he went there and, like, he got home on the bus. But we okay. was on the train for 24 hours, standing up. You say you were on the train for 24 hours, standing up? All day, standing up. Bro, like, I, this, videos bro I'm getting like, chills, bro. What I'm hearing, I can literally picture what's going on. Like, this is, like, I can't even imagine what what the – and even just being on the train for 24 hours, I know you guys were scared that something could happen to the train, right? Nah, yeah, because, oh, these stopped us. I'm, I'm going to tell you, look, these stopped us uh, at the by, uh, Poland already. But it's still, like, Ukrainian border. He was checking everybody's passport. So the Army guys, they come on the train, and they just, like, yo, they grab everybody, just start throwing them from the train. So, like, and I'm, like, I'm, I'm telling them, like, I'm, like, yo, chill out. Like, we're going to leave, like. Just, you, you get me? Let us get our bags. That's it. He not talking to nobody. Just throwing everybody out. So that's the thing. Like, I, w- I was scared about that. Then I found somebody. He took me to some ladies. And I told them, I'm like, bro, it's only three of us Americans. Like, we're trying to get home. So she stamped our passports. So we, uh, so we could eat. But, like, if I ain't talk to her, I'll, we'll probably stay there for another two days. So, yeah. So- we got lucky because I spoke Russian. So if I ain't speak Russian, yeah, another yeah, maybe a week. Who knows? So you saw people not not make it. People got stuck there. They yeah, were yeah. a lot of people just stayed there. And there's little kids and families and everything. Just anybody, just anybody trying to leave. Nobody cares about nobody. Like if if you could get on the train, like anybody cares for themselves. Like if they could get on the train, like they get on the train. Like, it, it was crazy. Like, 
crazy. But the thing is, like, we was on the train for 24 hours. Like, we didn't even have water like that. Like, I was offering people, oh, yeah, you didn't, you didn't eat or nothing, huh? Nah, because we didn't even have water. I'm telling people, like, I'm like, yo, I'm going to give you $100, like 200 because I had some cash on me for, for some water, like, for a small bottle. They were like, no, I'm not getting no water. Yeah, because it's life or death. They're like, we don't know what's about to happen. I give you a hundred dollars, ain't gonna mean nothing if we if something happened to us. Uh, Dang, I didn't even think about the eating and stuff, bro. Yeah, 24 hours standing straight up, no bathroom, no food, no nothing. You can't like, like Yeah, what what's the bathroom situation? People just using the bathroom like no, you can't even use the like and there's no space. Like it's hard to get out of the train first because there's so many people in there. Like it's packed. I got some videos. Like yo, it's so packed in there. Like it's crazy. You can't even like it's hard for you to get out. And if you leave, like somebody could take your spot. So you're not even trying to leave like that. So okay, man. So man, so you get to the border. You get to the you're in the you're in the Polish, the Poland, you're at the border of Poland, right? And no, Poland? it's still Ukrainian border. It's okay, still, you it's, trying to go into Poland? Is that where y'all were trying to go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. we was trying to go to Poland. So then what was that process like? They they let you in, and then now you're in Poland, you just feel like you're free? Or it was still another yeah, step? Like, I feel like, yo, thank God I got a Like, I knew, like, when I got to Poland, I knew, like, I'm safe and I'm going to go home. But so when I was still... Like, three days to get there, right? Yeah, so I left on the 24th, and we got to Poland, like, on the... 28. And then and then when you get to Poland, you're able to get to the airport, get a flight yeah, back home. Bro, my team, like we got us hotel. So like we went to a hotel. I was there for another day. And then like I flew out in the morning on the first. Have you talked to any of your like local teammates that are still in Ukraine? I like any day. Like some of them was in the basement for like a week. Like it's it's crazy. Like some of them like in a uh, y'all heard about town Kharkiv? Like that's where like they bomb like the whole town, like it's it's the whole town destroyed. So like I talked to some of them, he was there for like eight nine days. So they just got out, but he was like, "Yo, it's 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 crazy." Like everything has been bombed. Huh? Yeah, like it, it's it's getting bombed like every night, like every like three four hours. Oh, you can't eat, like you can't eat. And the thing is, the scary part, like you don't, like you don't know, like you get me, like you could be outside, like it, it could just like bomb right next to you. And, so, and like, two weeks ago, two weeks ago, you're thinking, man, it's a great opportunity. I'm gonna get to finally hoop, and yeah. and then not even 24 hours later, is is everything's destroyed. Yeah, it's crazy. So what was that flight coming back home like? Like, man, you like you made it. Were you and Mike, yeah, like what was that like? I had a transfer in, in Paris, right? So like, I had to run because my Leo was like thirty minutes. So uh-huh. I barely made it to my flight. Yeah, in Paris. But like, when I got on that flight, I was like, "Yo, thank God, I'm gonna get home. I'm good now." So, how was the airport in Poland too? It had to be nuts. What do you mean? Oh no, nah. it was cool. No, nah, it was, oh, it was light. Of- oh, okay. It was not a lot of people there. Because usually, like, most of the people that are from Ukraine, like, they just stay in Poland or, like, or... Oh, okay. That makes sense. They they just got to get to another country. Yeah, most of them just stay there. Yeah, because they're going to go back home. Yeah, that makes sense. Wow, bro. Bro, your story 
I'm gonna be honest. I've heard a lot of overseas stories. I've never and prayers up to everybody, especially people that lost their lives out there. Prayers up to everybody in Ukraine. Um, I ain't never heard a story like this, bro. I can't lie to you. Man, it was it was crazy. I'm gonna lie to you. It was crazy. Like it was my birthday too on the twenty fifth. So and you're running, it. you're running for your life. Yeah, that's another crazy thing. Well, man, happy, happy belated birthday. And we're glad yeah, happy made- belated birthday, bro. And I'm glad that you made it out safe. I'm glad people can hear this story because it makes sense. Like now, even when you said that you stayed, because I just know how it was. Luckily, I know people that were there and and uh, in Ukraine, how they were acting before. Like a lot of people said, like, yeah, they've been fighting for years and, you know, they're going to be safe. So that's why they, that's why you ended up staying. And then for you just saying like being, you know, new to overseas and, you know, getting your, your, uh, how old are you, bro? 25. 25. Yeah. So you just starting your overseas career. But I understand like you thinking like, okay, like everyone's telling me I'm going to be safe. And, you know, now this is a big time opportunity, opportunity on a good team in Ukraine to make some noise and show how good I really am. So I understand like, like kind of, I understand why you uh, ended up staying because a lot of people probably before like, yo, why'd you end up staying? I know you probably get that all the time, right? Uh, yeah, some people will ask that, but like, I'm from there too, you get me? So like, yeah. I, I'm be honest, like, I, I didn't really think it was going to happen. Yeah. I thought it was just news, like he's just talking, but it happened. So like now, like anytime I hear a sign like that, I'm out. <laughs> Carlos, they ain't even going to have to ask him twice. He already going to have his flight and everything before anybody else. (laughs) Thanks. Have you, have you heard any, like any new detail in terms of like, like what's going to happen for, you know, all your friends and stuff and family back home? Like, is there any type of hope that they can look forward to in terms, you know, for them? Because I, I'm going to be real. I'm pretty sure Ray too. A lot of us, all of our info is coming off of like CNN, like stuff like that. But, you know, people inside. So hopefully, is there any type of hope or anything that 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 they have, you know, where things are starting to break through for them in some kind of way? I'm not going to lie to you. Aunt. Nah, like it's, it's, it's just crazy. Like, I don't know when it's going to end. Like, I don't know, like, what's going to happen next. I don't even, like, know if it's still going to be Ukraine, like, as a country. Like, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. That's, that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, like, you yeah. said. Yeah, once again, prayers up, man, to everybody in Ukraine, man, for real. Ray, what you got, bro? Man, that's a... Uh... I didn't think it was going, we were going to get all this. I didn't know it was going to be this crazy story. Um, so when you just put it in perspective, like that's crazy that you had to experience that, but we appreciate you sharing it. Cause I feel like a lot of people don't know, like, like Jordan was saying, you know, a lot of our information is coming from CNN and the news and we're not getting that firsthand experience. Like you just got, um, I don't know. I'm still, kind of like a loss of words to be honest with you but i'm just glad that you got home safe and yeah me too bro. most, most of all the americans and everybody everybody like all the imports and stuff everybody pretty much got out right there's no one else yeah i think nobody did yeah i think the last ones yeah or or morris creek i don't know he he might have been like the last time i lived yeah i think so yeah he ended up getting out i did see that he got out 
Because I seen like, oh, it was guys like talking about him in our chat. Like they were saying like he's still stuck there. I was like, no. I know. It's crazy, bro. No lie, bro. Me and Mo, Mo Creek played on the same team in Finland together. So I know Mo extremely well. And I had called and talked to him too. And he was shook. So, ah, oh, man, I can't even imagine all the stuff that y'all were going through. Just the whole train story in itself was. And they are walking in the bomb situation, like that, that did it for me right there. I wouldn't be able to sleep. Were you able to sleep that night? I couldn't even I wouldn't be able to sleep. I mean, sleep like that. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Like in four days, you probably like I don't know. I slept like probably like five hours, six hours. Cause I, I I couldn't sleep. Like I I was just thinking about how can I get out? And like I, I was not trying to get stuck here. And like the way it was looking, sometimes like it, it was looking like we was gonna get stuck here for like a week. Yeah. It was it was wild. It was wild. Oof. Yeah, that's Yo, and, you know, even though we just talked about this story, like you know, I'm gonna show show some of your stuff. Make sure I show love to you because I I can't even imagine how you how, how it feels for you just being a, uh just starting and being in your in your pro career and then having to deal with this situation. And I know it's bigger than basketball in terms of, of different things, but, you know, I at least want to help you out in your endeavors and what you want to do professionally. Um, how, like, is there any anything that people could follow you at? You know, just stuff like people can follow, you know, the rest of your journey and just, you know, be there. Just because I know people after hearing your story are going to want to see how you've been and what, what you got going for yourself. So just want to ask you. No, nah, yeah, I just got Instagram. I don't be on social media like that. Even. <laughs> you better have a IG if you hoofing, bro, so you can showcase that stuff, dog. Yeah. For real, because you like six seven or something, right? Yeah, yeah, bro. I Ask saw that. Jerome like, huh? Ask Jerome about, Ask Jerome about you. Yeah. Jerome a tough critic, bro. So like, Ask, I'm gonna ask him. Ask I'm gonna ask him. So if he if he stamp you, then we Gucci. Oh, okay. Jerome, yeah, because Jerome a, a tough critic. I'm gonna ask him for sure. How was it uh, playing with with Drew and and Jerome? Because this is the last thing. Ukraine basketball had its downtime where it was down. There was a time where Ukraine basketball was was big, like it was really respected league. Yeah, and then it went down. But then this year, I was very excited for Ukraine because y'all got Jerome Randall, Drew Gordon, respectable guys. You know Archie Goodwin. That's on one team. That's a good overseas team. To be yeah. honest with you, the other team like we had. Oh, I'm you probably know Mike Stockton, Alec Brown. Yeah, and y'all had uh, yeah, um, David Stockton's brother, um, John Stockton's. Well, Alec, uh, son, Alec right? Brown was on your team too. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I know AB. Yeah, like <laughs> y'all had a team, and then the other team was DJ Stevens, uh, DJ Air. Kennedy. Uh, who else was on that team? You talk, you. But, but deep played better as a team though. I ain't gonna lie to you. Like deep, yeah, he was like he was just better than us as a team. But they played with each other like for longer. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because oh, uh, DJ Stevenson, like he been there I think for like two years. Yeah, he was there for two years because he won the championship with them last year. I know that. Yeah, like many guys. Yeah, like our team, like we was just I don't know, like he was just adding like players. Yeah. You know I mean, like maybe yeah. like two months, like you get a new player. But that's what I'm just saying, though. Like, like when I say these names, like a lot of people overseas are gonna know and be like, "Yeah, like that league is actually on the up and coming." Because like, back to where it used to be, I should say, not up and coming because Ukraine did have a 
a time where it was like super legit and I, it was getting back to that that phase because when drew at first signed there i had i was like bro like ukraine must be be legit because you don't just see names sign anywhere ray can attest like name, players <laughs> players with names and resumes just don't sign anywhere i know the money was uh solid and then two like you know they were making some noise and and they were actually um the i don't know how to pronounce the team the red team that's in the champions league they're actually playing well in champions league too right he was top six team he was he was saying he was going to make it to uh, final eight i think yeah because they had a good record yep but their season like oh their president like he, he canceled like Every single team that we have, because they have women's team too. You play that game, Cuba, Europe. Yeah, so they they're, they're not they're not playing anymore, right? Yeah. So now, like D'Angelo Harris, and I think he went back to Italy. Guys are going to different places, so it's crazy. Yeah, bro, it's it's unfortunate because they had a chance, like you said, to make it to the top eight, and you know all this is going on. But I mean, at the end of the day, luckily all you guys are healthy, safe back home. We're glad. Yeah, that's the that's yeah. the first thing. Like, yeah. As long as you see, you go. I really appreciate you for joining us. Like, bro, like your story, honestly, don't be surprised if someone ends up, you know, you getting a phone call from a TV spot or, or a movie person trying to do a movie on your story. Because what I just heard is, I, man, it's a blessing that you hear. And, you know, it really, it sends my heart and condolences to all the people in Ukraine having to go through that. I can't even imagine you know, my home, you know, just being in the U.S. and something like that happening. So just prayers to everyone, your family, your uncle, everybody, you know, all your teammates, just prayers to them, right? Yeah, man. I, like I said, I, we appreciate you. Yeah. Glad you're home, man. Good luck to you. We're going to be following you. Um, and, you know, wishing you nothing but success here in the future, man. Oh, I think you appreciate y'all for having me. Oh, yeah, sure. for sure.